we're gabbing, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, we're gabbing, we're gabbing. Welcome to Gabbing! Gabbing! With Gracie and Heather. Take two. Take two. We've already digressed, everyone. <laughs> Just so you know, we spent the last half an hour, I think, talking about Philadelphia, essentially. Yeah. We literally did our intro and we just veered off topic immediately. Yeah, for a solid 30 minutes. But we're <laughs> back on track. I still have a little bit of my Cabernet Sauvignon left. I can't even talk. <laughs> I have a little bit of it left. I don't remember the brands because I had it in a fancy decanter. So I very fancy can't tell everyone. You, very fancy. Good. I love it. it. Good. Yeah, it's got like, I don't know if you can see the glasses that match they have audio it's listeners beautiful. it's the world it's got like all the continents. the continents but anyway what you drinking tonight oh i'm drinking like i feel like my usual at this point cote must rose aurore sud de france i should since i'm home this week just walk to a different liquor store because the one that we're closest to is a big one so it's not very personal. I need to go to a smaller one so I can like look around and ask questions. There you go. And get something different. Yeah. Mix it up. Yeah, mix it up. Mix it up. We are just coming to Creek again. Yes. This yes. time we are discussing season five. Yes. So we just have one more left. Just one more left. But we'll but, be okay. Yeah. Hopefully they just keep it available for streaming until the end of time they have to it's, it's just one of those shows yeah. where they are definitely going to do that it would be like if they got rid of Seinfeld or one of those like you just can't like it's no. it's got to be like absolutely not on the tv all the time they have to keep it up forever yeah oops so, get my internet on have all of my seasons season five up and ready yeah when I was watching this I was like surprised some of the episodes that were in the season. For some reason, I thought they were later episodes, like maybe in season six. A lot happens this season. A lot happens. A lot does happen. Did you have any favorite moments? Oh my God. I feel like, well, wait, okay, before I say anything, because I don't want to like jump into something that I shouldn't. I, the one that stands out at the moment, it just popped up into my head was when Patrick looks for an apartment. Yes, that was the season. Okay. That was... Because I see housewarming, so I'm like, this is the one, this has to be the one. Yeah, it is episode three, The Plant. I... Yeah. I don't know about you, but I also thought that he was... Yeah, I'm totally team David on this one. Yeah, yeah, Like, I would have assumed that he was asking me to move in if he would have said that to me too mm-hmm. I think so too and I'm glad like David was relieved because if not this could have gone really wrong do you know what I'm saying yeah because he was stressed out about it but that's the thing that makes this season so wild to me is that you have that episode where they're like obviously not ready to move in and then that same season they're getting engaged it's like you, you obviously cannot help how you feel yeah. And things progressed rapidly or seemingly rapidly because yeah. I mean, really, I don't know 
how much time passes on the show whatsoever. <laughs> I it's feel not like clear. Is... It's there's no seasons. No. This is no. Canada, we determined. Like no. there's definitely seasons in Canada. Well, and that's why when the show first started, I was confused as to where this was being set. Yeah. I think isn't there even a reference, I think, in this season about how like David wear sweaters even in the summer or something like that well we were talking about that last podcast yes so maybe i'm thinking of us maybe but all he does is wear sweaters the closest he got to wearing short sleeve was a three-quarter baseball uniform which that's also this season Mm -hmm. isn't it if i'm not mistaken yeah it is the season so yeah episode nine the mvp what I absolutely loved about that episode, I don't know if you picked this up, just like how motivated David is by barbecue. Like, he just seems to be the type of individual book. I mean, well, okay, maybe we should refresh our memories. There was the barbecue episode with the family. Was it a barbecue episode? Like, they had like a picnic or whatever. Yeah, they had the... a barbecue for him and Patrick's four month anniversary, and he didn't want Patrick to come. Right. Patrick came so like, and so did the yeah. fiance. Yeah, that which was dramatic. We, which, if, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm taking it back. But like everyone, like we, after the podcast was recorded, I just remembered, we were talking about a, a good scene between Ted and David. We've never seen them two together alone. And there was this nice moment because at this point yeah, so David just so does, people know yes. we're going back to season four for a minute sorry just real quickly just join like us important. on this wild ride it's, 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 it's important I feel like it's important to mention it is we talked about it for probably like a half an hour afterwards and we were like why did we not record this yeah yeah, yeah. all right so season four season four we went back David has to drop off some clothes for the animals for singles week was that what it was yeah I think it was like dog sweaters if I remember correctly dog sweaters and David was feeling awkward because he knows that Alexis has feelings for Ted and we know that Ted has feelings for Alexis it's the only time we see the both of them together but it was a very important moment because David essentially said but didn't say like there's feelings there yeah like I should say the only time we see them alone together yes yes yeah but yeah definitely yeah like he has to basically be like he pushes the situation along he says my sister talks about you like every day she can't not talk about you at least once a day or something something along those lines Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm it's something like, that he didn't have to do, but since he was there. Yeah. Well, and he saw, like, he he was, like, the outside person that could see that they both cared about each other, mm-hmm. but neither one of them wanted to, like, go there. Yeah, and Ted was with Heather, your namesake. Yeah, for that moment. Mm-hmm. But it kind of shows, or, like, you kind of realize that it's implied that he breaks up with Heather because of that conversation with David. Definitely definitely which was then, the right move like I'm a Heather I try to support my fellow Heathers in the world but sorry Heather Warren you are not the right person for Ted no you would have just had your heart broken yeah and why keep going knowing that it was not going to go anywhere so yeah 
there you go. Okay, well, that's that. We just want to bring that up. <laughs> or I just wanted to bring that up, not we. <laughs> no, that's good, because I forgot. See, you're talking about how you always forget. I totally forgot that we had that conversation <laughs> after we recorded. How dare you forget about me? I know, um, right? <laughs> but but um, fast forward to episode nine, the MVP. Yes. I just love how, like, David is so motivated. Like, he does not, he's like, I am so for those who don't remember, this. this is the episode where you got the Cafe Tropical, which is Patrick's team, and Wen had to dip out and couldn't make the championship Wait, what? at the last minute. Okay. She had to go meet somebody online. They never followed up with that. I was like, what? Patrick's but... like, Gwen has to meet somebody she met online. Oh, wait. Okay. Never another word about that. Because I hate it that they do that. They do leave a lot of things hanging. Well, not a lot of things. They do leave a few things hanging. So at this point, do we know that Bob and Gwen no longer are Bob and Gwen? I just assumed that it was like a friend, not like a romantic thing. Well, but this is, okay, so. Am I forgetting something? I don't think you're forgetting anything. What I'm trying to remember, I'm the one that's always forgetting things. We know that Gwen leaves Bob eventually is it Does this she? season or not? yes I'm not remembering <laughs> it's not this season <laughs> this person oh my god okay 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 so I got ahead of myself once again um, I am shocked <laughs> I've seen her like four times I don't remember that I because I honestly... I'm obsessed with Bob that's true other than the final episode in uh, season six, I cannot remember season six. What happened? You're you're like I don't want to remember anything because I don't want it to end. But exactly. Just okay. So just yesterday, as previously mentioned, we've been watching Shit's Creek, just putting it on in the background, and like, oh, what was it? Oh gosh, I do have horrible memory. But like, Bob was like oh she like locked me out of the house or something like that I can't remember what and oh, I that told, was way earlier yes these are hints that they are dropping that their relationship uh, is pretty shitty <laughs> okay and he's just so oblivious yeah that was the episode or that maybe not like Roland, on, Bob. Roland puts in the safe or tries to put in the safe the sex of the baby so that was going back it's wow. season, well, wait a second, when does she, so it's it's probably last season, season or four. Or season three, season I don't three? know. Jesus Christ, okay. I can't keep track. I can't I know track in it. this season, he's eight, the baby's eight months old, so maybe it is season three, because I think there was a time jump. I think Jocelyn has the baby. The Jocelyn um, has the baby season four, because season three, the last episode is grad night. So that's when they have the party, isn't it? At Mutt's Hold house. Hold on a second. I'm gonna. She had the baby um, in uh, singles during Singles Week. Right. So that was season four. Okay, yeah, that was season week. four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a big time jump from season four to season five mm-hmm. because the baby's okay. suddenly eight months old. Okay. Well, not too big of a time jump, but a time jump. Well, like bigger than some of the others because I and think we that, get to see. Yeah. Heather, we get to see the last episode of season four is Merry Christmas, Johnny Rose. So it's winter. So we do have a winter season. Oh, that's a good point. But like, you don't see snow or anything ever. They're like, (laughs) we're not dealing with that logistics. That's just going to be cost 
that's going to cost yeah. too much money. Okay, where were we talking about? We're all over the place. I think I never made my point about MPP because we get so distracted. So we have the Cafe Tropical, which is Patrick's team. And then you have Bob's Garage, which is Ronnie and Roland. And Ronnie and Patrick are at odds because of the whole bathroom episode. God. But um, Stevie can't be on Bob's Garage at the last minute. And Gwen can't be on Cafe Tropical. So they get Johnny to join Bob's garage and they get David to join cafe tropical. But David is just like, no, absolutely not. I cannot do this. I do not run. You know how I feel about sports, yada, yada, yada. And then Patrick's like, did I tell you there's going to be a barbecue afterwards? And David's like, okay, I have a few follow-up questions. And Patrick's like, are most of them about the barbecue? And he's like, yes. And I was just like dying. (laughs) I can't blame them. But why didn't why wasn't Stevie able to do the game? I don't think they said they it's were like just an like unco- an already uncomfortable because this is the first rehearsal of cabaret and already uncomfortable. Stevie feels even more out of her element when they start the rehearsal with warm up ex- exercises, including some improvisate improvisation games. But that's like after the fact, isn't it? I don't know. I'm so confused. Let me right see. Now. Well, so. And they we're just like, skipping ahead yet. because yeah. we talked about how the bathroom with Ronnie. So mm. everyone, there's an episode in season five where Rosa Apothecary's bathroom is being updated and Ronnie is the contractor and she's yeah. apparently taking a little bit too long to um, get things done. And they need Patrick, some tiles. Yeah. Patrick feels like he needs to approach her about it. Never well, a good idea. Yeah, never a good idea. He spots her at Cafe Tropical with Roland. Mm-hmm. And it, David, I, I can't remember if David is like, just leave it be and just yeah. go to the bathroom. But Patrick can, cannot help himself and approaches her. And she's like, well, I'm talking to Roland who knows how to get this discount for the tiles or whatever. And he's like, he knows oh. a guy. Exactly. And that's her way of saying thank you by taking him out to lunch. So he feels stupid. And they've been at odds ever since. Yeah. Like they just can't I cannot stand believe it. I remembered all of that. I'm high-fiving myself. You did. Virtual high five. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm a mess. Yeah, okay. so there's like that that's like a ongoing throughout the season kind of rivalry because of that. Love it. Yeah. But it's all there is a lot of like they weaved it all beautifully because then when you're talking about the bathroom, then you get to, I think it's, let me see which episode it is. I think it's the first episode, isn't it? No. The croning. Oh, it's, oh, uh, oh, oh, okay. Let me not. Where's the bathroom scene? Which episode is that in? With Ted and Alexis? Wait, Ted and Alexis? Is this season four? Are we going back to season four where they break oh. the bathroom? maybe well no I don't think it is no no no. I think that's two separate things it was at they break the bathroom Ted and Alexis break the bathroom everyone they were supposed to be watching the store and they were watching each other instead it must have been season four oh maybe it was okay I was thinking that there was a tie-in this season Mike, the barbecue, Jazza guy, the olive branch. 
Hmm. Hmm. I am. Oh, no. You know what? I think it's, oh my gosh, is it the episode? Jeez. Oh, Hold I on. Know. I will find it. Uh, it's Roadkill. Roadkill. Which episode is- 10. So they go and they get this bathroom redone on in episode eight. Fast forward episode 10. It's a great episode too. Like they had they had the weird storyline in episode 10 where Johnny and Moira are going to the spa and they hit that cat and they have to like tell yes. Bebe oh about the cat. God. That was like a whole weird storyline. <laughs> tell but Bebe. The other, <laughs> Bebe. Also, Lila has just been the Bebe for like weeks now. I keep forgetting to tell you. I'd be like, Bebe, do you want to go potty? And she looks at you like, B-I-T-C-H, just shut it. Basically. But the two other storylines in this episode are uh, Stevie and David go to that sale where they run into Wendy and Antonio. Which is like has a horrible taste in men. The worst taste in men. The fiance is potentially Anthony's significant other yeah brad i think his name is oh my and uh, and like tony as she calls him looks just like david and acts just like david and yes is selling similar products but it's dollar store products that they're relabeling which is so shady and it looks just like david's product which everyone seems to be getting confused with and yeah because it's like, what do they call it? Wendy's Marketplace instead of Rose Apothecary. Yeah. So there's that whole storyline. And then because they're at that sale, Alexis is waiting in the the Rose Apothecary for a package. It comes over and they do that really awkward role playing and stuff. And they end up having sex in the bathroom or they're trying to have sex oh, in the bathroom on to, the yeah. sink and they bust his sink. And it that's when so they bad. got it done. I could have sworn it was after the fact. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, they got it. They oh. got the bathroom redone. Episode, episode eight. Oh. So episode eight, oh, they get it oh, done. And then episode 10, she busted. Oh, wait a second. Yes. So it, like, barely lasted. Probably two days. <laughs> Let's just say that. If and then they tried to act like somebody came in and messed up, the, like the, the, the delivery guy messed up yeah. everything else and then left a, we, sorry, and we left, missed you. Thing. Exactly, exactly. And the, the Hospies episode eight, that's where Stevie gets her heart broken. Fucking Amir. Gosh, I was like, I was not expecting that because no. I feel like Stevie is not one to like really, really like somebody. And, and she he really liked so this chill. guy. He did. He seemed so sincere. Yeah. And oh my God, I got distracted. Raj just walked into Patrick and David's room. Uh, where he's like, knock, knock. Yes. Door open or close. I kept screaming like, always close. <laughs> always the close. Door. Close the door. Close the door. Okay, sorry. Back to Stevie. Stevie, Stevie really, like, I, I felt like... They were using Stevie's character the past couple of seasons, but they really used Stevie's character the last two seasons. And it was just so, and this is when I was just crying more than I ever thought I would watching a 
comedy show. Like, I felt so yeah. bad for her because I feel like I've been there, you know? Yeah. Really, really and did. That's why, like, at the end, when Moira comes and talks about how she is Sally, yeah. I was like, that's really, that's really nice. I've never seen Cabaret, so I have no freaking idea, but, like, I've I had to take Moira's, yeah. I had to take Moira's word for it. Yeah. Just sad? I mean, she just made it seem like she was very pathetic, but, like, Maybe that was just my interpretation of it. Spunky. Spunky. But, like, a lot of shit happens to you. Because I think Cabaret is, like, isn't it, like, listeners correct us if we're wrong? Because I've only seen parts of it. Isn't it, like, 1940s Berlin, down and out, like, Cabaret workers? But yeah, so um, that was like a really sweet scene because you also don't really see, you don't see Moira and Stevie alone. No, you don't. And just for clarification, it is set in 1929, 1930 Berlin during the twilights of the Jazz Age as the Nazis ah. are ascending to power. The musical focuses on the hedonistic nightlife at the CD Kit Kat Club and revolves around American writer Clifford Blash Bradshaw's relations with English cabaret performer Sally Bowles. And I'm just okay. going to I knew there were Wikipedia. Nazis involved. Like, I just, I had the wrong part of the Nazi error. I do. No idea. but it did make me want to watch it i remember alan cumming was in it at one point so i was watching some videos oh okay yeah i I probably didn't know that but i just don't you know he played whatever character patrick had i I can't remember patrick's character's name in it but yeah so that i thought that was nice because it's like because you also have um i don't remember what episode it is but you also have where uh stevie i think i made a note of it oh episode 14 if we fast forward to the last episode she says i feel like i'm watching everyone grow up from behind the desk Mm -hmm. like it's really a coming of age kind of story Mm -hmm. for stevie this Mm -hmm. season Mm -hmm. culminating with her being sally and cabaret yeah that's just i love this show i i was just i was just I don't want to say bawling, but I was just, if I wasn't doing that, I was very close to it. Yeah. Very close to it. Oh, this was such an emotional, I mean, every season's an emotional season, but it's just so great. I feel like I, I wasn't crying season one or season two. I feel like season three, and we already talked about how season three was the transitional yeah. season. Ooh, but Lord have mercy. These last ones, the last two, oh God just I just couldn't take I just couldn't take it I just couldn't take it I really couldn't and also like we get like you said Patrick and David becoming engaged yeah that was a nice episode and that was like that wasn't gonna happen he wanted Patrick wanted to go home but that's the thing everything was just falling apart where usually it's David that's the hot mess Patrick's really the one that kind of like breaks down in this episode and David has to be like okay this is serious I'm usually the one that falls apart I need to like literally carry him up this mountain (laughs) to make everything better and it was it was just the perfect proposal with the engagement rings I know 
And you know what? I'm going to tie it back to Not Zed Yet, where he talks about how when he first moved here and met David and was trying to, like, figure out his feelings and everything, how he would hike up here and look at the view and stuff. And it reminded me of Cricket going to that beach. Morning, Monty. And like laughing for the first time and hearing music again. It was just so heartwarming, both in very different ways. Yes, yes, yes. Our dear characters. Our dear characters. We love our characters. We do. I need to wear my shirt emotionally invested in fictional characters. Yes. We're definitely. It's it's definitely the truth. Yeah. Like I want to go out there and get like Schitt's Creek merchandise. Like I'm, and so like, again, we are in withdrawal. We need some shit's yeah. creep in our life. Let's see if we could talk about something fun <laughs> before we start crying. Well, Ted? I don't necessarily. Okay, you have something fun because, oh, yeah, I know what you're going to talk about because I have something Tell more me. like I have beef. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I want to know this. Oh, we want to talk about Ted later. Let's talk about the beef. Yes. Okay. It's like semi beef. It's the episode. Which one is it? Let me see. It's the robbery one. The what? The robbery one where Rose Apothecary gets robbed. Season. That's the season? Uh-oh. Yeah, that's the season. Oh, it's episode two, Love Letters. Oh, never So mind. David and Stevie <laughs> are in the store and a robber comes in and they give him like cheese and wine and everything. And where my oh, beef yes. comes in is... They were legit robbed. I don't care if they didn't see a gun. Like, they were legit robbed. They did the right thing. And what Patrick they... is all like, you basically upsailed the robber. Like, you like you basically just... he gave him all the good stuff? Like, he's scared. Of course he's going to give yeah, him the robber. Like, like, here, take this, take that. I am with you. I am with yeah, you. Yeah, like, he really, like, I was, like, poorly done. I'm going to turn into Mr. Knightley. Poorly done, Patrick. <laughs> because he's all like... It sounds like you, we had a lucky customer, not a robber. And I was like, dude. I think, you know, like that scene, I was just like, whatever. Like, I didn't pay it any mind. Because to me, you're absolutely right. Oh, so what if he gave him whatever, you know, like. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to argue with them. What do you, I mean, he, well, the thing is, is that Patrick is probably saying he wasn't asking for these things and you winded up giving him the best of it, but they wouldn't be in that situation if he didn't go in there in the first place asking for stuff, period. Yeah. Whatever it was that he asked for initially. Yeah. I mean, how many horrible situations do you hear about on the news where somebody like ends up killing somebody and only getting like eight dollars or whatever like you just don't mess with somebody you don't know what they have on them like what they're what they're planning on doing yeah and it's really like come on now you got to see them coming out of the bank with like a big chunk of something in their pocket that wasn't in there before because a lot of people you think they might have but they really don't so don't be accidentally killing somebody any listeners out there you plan on robbing somebody use your brain okay how about to just yeah just don't rob anybody okay well that too (laughs) (laughs) but if you are gonna rob somebody don't be going and killing them like it's not worth it oh my gosh yeah it's not worth it at all it's not worth it and now i'm like much better and more interesting ways to break the rules yes i'm distracted by jocelyn 
I don't, is this the episode where she wants to go to Atlantic, I'm saying Atlantic City, to the casino? Oh, rock on? Yes. Are you on episode six already? Girl, no. Am I? No. Is she wearing a poison t-shirt? No, but I think she's just going through a lot, so she looks, oh, no, this is uh, the plant, this is the plant. Is this where she freaks out? Yeah, she flips out. That was awesome. I was like, finally, because she spent like, she goes running around trying to find a babysitter. She basically hands off her kid to a complete stranger just to go to this rehearsal. And they went and they changed the rehearsal time to convenient everybody else and didn't tell her. I, and as a parent, it's like, whatever, you, you know, whatever time you can get to yourself it's just as valuable as whatever time you're spending with your kid. So if you have a friend who looks like me, like she or he, because dads get it too, mm-hmm. need a break, then yeah, help them out big time. Yeah. Like, just be cool. Jocelyn look like a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> and again, where the hell? I got beef with Roland. You got beef with Patrick, I got beef with Roland from day one. I, I was going to say, we've understand. always had beef with Roland. <laughs> like, I know it's a show, but it's like, I can't, I can't, like, my suspension of disbelief is not working at all. It's not. Poor Jocelyn. Because, yeah, you know she's teaching, she's taking care so, of this baby, how, she's taking care of Roland. Who is, wait a second. I, I You know I she's taking to, care of Mutt from a distance. Probably, Yes. And I don't understand how they, like, do they have, you think, someone watching the baby once she goes back to work? Because they don't bring up her working again at the school. That's true. They have her doing, like, the theater stuff, the community theater stuff. Exactly. So So maybe she doesn't go back to work after the baby's born. Maybe she just does other stuff. But still, the community theater thing seemed to. And that's why Roland has to take a second job and they put up the house for a second mortgage I'm probably getting ahead of myself aren't I I don't I know he has a second job he works at the well he works at, at the, the hotel. hotel yeah hotel yeah but I don't know about the mortgage if that happened or not if not yeah. maybe spoilers we already spoiled a major we're spoiling thing. a lot you know y'all if you haven't watched it that's on you <laughs> yeah just <laughs> So go watch it and then come back oh my god something scared me so i know, I know you want to talk about a funny thing but just like a real intro to a funny thing was in episode one when they're talking to moira and david like she's on set and david stevie and um, alexis alexis put on all her wigs and Johnny goes you better remember where what which nails you took them from your mother keeps a spreadsheet yes yes and I'm like what but why am I surprised of course she loves surprising and not surprising it's surprising in that I can't imagine Moira sitting down at a computer and typing up a spreadsheet but like those are her babies like she makes reference I think in it must be the last episode of the season because Stevie wears one of the wigs I think she wears Christine and she makes reference to how that wig has been with her for like 40 years or something like that oh geez I don't remember that but I didn't write it down but I'm I remember that happening 
Um, it was something like 40 years because I was like, damn. I really don't remember, but. It might not be Christine. It might be one of the other. Girl, it don't matter. <laughs> I'll just make up names. I'll be like, remember. her wig's name is James I Marston. don't remember <laughs> it being one of her wigs, but it would make sense that she would. It, yeah. I, Moira sees something in, in Stevie. She does. Moira sees something in Stevie. And I'm just, I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I was going to fast forward, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Doesn't she say that she sees herself in Stevie? When Stevie's like, I'm not an actor. Yeah, she did something more or less like that, if not exactly, obviously. Yeah. But I, and it's, I feel, you know, you, like you said, this is the first time we kind of seen them just the two together mm-hmm. on their own. But they, in the background, they must come across each other all the time. There has to be interactions all yeah. the time. So, and this is more for me that I'm saying this. Because at first I was like, why would she pick out Stevie? But she knows Stevie. She does. Yeah. And if she went out of her way, she knows where Stevie lives or she found out where Stevie lives and gave her. That's a good point. She went to her apartment. She went to, I mean, she gave her a wine and took it back because she (laughs) saw another (laughs) bottle of wine open. But she, she went out of her way because she thought that Stevie would be perfect for this role and she kept denying everyone that was walking through that door including her own daughter (laughs) a little bit Alexis that's another funny scene yeah another funny scene to give it to Stevie who didn't even go what do you call it to apply whatever like she didn't audition there you go thank you (laughs) Alexis's face when she finds that out she didn't actually say anything but she made a face she was okay with it after well and that was another sweet thing let me find that episode like the the first rehearsal mm-hmm. I guess that would be the end it was very episode. yes yes it is it was hard like Alexis it really it really shows like how Alexis has grown over the season because like she realizes like she could be really jealous of Stevie. Stevie got the part that she thought that she could just walk in and get mm-hmm. and she sees that Stevie doesn't want to do it and is very nervous and she pulls her mother aside and she talks to her and she advocates on behalf of her friend and I was like this is so nice. It is very nice and we she knows how her this. mother is. She knows how her mother yeah. is. But then also well, I was going to say Moira knows how she is and she knows how Stevie is. So I, f- but I'm just to backtrack here, obviously Alexis wouldn't say anything. Otherwise, Alexis knew that it was probably going to go bad if she didn't say anything at all. Yeah. But I feel like, if, if, like Mo- Moira must know. Moira, again, has seen her enough, has talked to her enough to know like she might be pushing it a little bit. Like Stevie is not going to be totally going out of her shell to, to do this play is completely out of her comfort zone this is a girl who god knows how long this is probably the only job she's ever had yeah because it's a family-run business yeah you're probably right I didn't even think about that she's probably been sitting behind that counter since she was a teenager exactly just because the aunt liked her and that's why she like that makes that what she said even more poignant about how she feels like she's watching everybody grow up behind that desk because she literally is like she's been there since she was a teenager that's right that's right did we even bring up in any of the previous podcasts that 
her great aunt died and left her the I think we did yeah okay. I think we I remember us talking about it Ooh. do you want to talk about Mr. Ted yes a whole new side of Ted we get to see yes <laughs> Ted needs to unwind yeah he needs to unwind more than I do <laughs> he so Ted I'm gonna bring it back to years ago Ted is having the day the night that I had when we went to that wedding in Boston he oh. let loose and I let loose. You did? I don't remember what I did because I don't remember that. So Do you I know was what just, wedding I'm talking about? They, yes, your friends. Yeah, um, I barely remember any of it, but I remember that the my friend's father came up to me at breakfast the next morning and we were I well, I was super hungover and goes, You had a good time last night. And then <laughs> Some I, random woman like Facebook friended me that I have no idea who she is. She was at the wedding. I have no recollection of ever speaking to her. And I'm the worst person to ask anything because I don't remember anything. I remember the wedding having a good yeah. time, right? I don't remember anything after the nuptials. And we were walking around Boston. I remember being in a car at one point. I remember seeing the dog Frida, who was my dog's best friend. I, yeah, it's bits and pieces, but yeah. like that was when I was in grad school. That was a I had great. Been like that working nonstop. I like hadn't drank or had been out socially yes. for like months. Yes, yes. So I like Your tolerance was low. Yeah, my and tolerance you were was like... low. There are pictures of me. I have no recollection of the pictures. But yeah, so that was like a great release that was much needed. And I feel like Ted had this at the housewarming. Like he, it was neuter palooza or whatever <sighs> he was calling it. He was nonstop during surgeries. Neutering, neutering, and neutering. And he just needed to let loose. And boy, did he. <laughs> yes, he really, really did. So much so that they were playing because they, they went to Patrick's housewarming, which was, what is it, high school pajama yeah, party thing? high school sleepover themes. There you go. Which is a fun idea. I've never had that. and Well, and David apparently had a very different experience in high school than Did Patrick. He Did he say? I can't remember. Well, he's like, he said something like, oh, what does this even mean? Are like models going to walk around shirtless? looking at like their phones or something like that oh or... yes david <laughs> and then it, later on it turns out they're talking and david had like a really rough high school experience and he got like choked up and he didn't really want to talk about it so they don't really go into to why he was probably you know wanting to come out or coming out and that was just difficult i i automatically yeah. assumed that just because it's well so and yeah, and he's he's just different. He thinks differently. He he be he he like marches to his own beat and nobody likes anybody that's different. They always make no. your life miserable in high school if you're different. Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, yes. you become an adult and you're like you thrive so much better than everybody that just kind of follows everybody else's. Mm -hmm. That's why you gotta Thoughts. tell them. Yeah, we, we try the best we can. Tell Fitzy, don't copy, don't copy, don't copy. Yeah, but sometimes we do wish he would copy. Do your thing, but we do love it when he copies one thing. Do they do that?
That's right. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Goodness. Well, just to finally say, they play spin the bottle. Ted spins it. It lands on David and they kiss. Big time they kiss. And he calls him big guy because everybody's big guy. <laughs> Even Alexis is big guy. <laughs> but so drunk. thinks that it landed between David and Stevie. And he yeah. just went for David. Yeah. And it's full on grabs David by the head with both hands and kiss right on the mouth. Yes. And okay. yeah. And Alexis, Alexis is like, is, whatever. Well, no, she's oh, no? not happy. Oh. Remember, okay. she goes, that's not okay. And she gets up and then uh, wow, I don't she goes that. off and Patrick follows her and they work each other up over it. That Okay. Yes, that's right. You're absolutely right there. How did I yeah. forget that? Because I think, I feel like maybe I just thought Alexis would be better. She, usually she is so like, oh, whatever. And then she does that super awkward kiss with Patrick to like get back at David. It does not work. What's like that? I remember. I'm like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was so awkward. Like they're they're so not each other's type. And well, so obviously. that's the thing. Ted is so drunk that he comes over and sees them kissing and is like, "Oh, are we spin- playing the spin with the bottle more?" <laughs> like he's like, "Let's do this." And then Stevie, I love how much of an instigator Stevie is. She always is an instigator. Yeah. She like gets pure she, joy. She does. She does get so much joy. It. Just even talking about this is making me like smile so hard that it hurts my face. <laughs> I love it. Wait, I'm watching Johnny try to fix the boiler. Is it the boiler? Like the heater, or whatever. Yeah, like he just he just like cares so much. Yeah. So much. And you would think that. Stevie would be a little bit more like involved, but she's, I guess she's just like, oh, someone else is going to take care yeah, of it. She's sure, go ahead. She's apathetic about most things. You can, totally she's just say like, that whatever. And totally say that again. But going back to the kiss, did Ted wake up the next day being like, what the heck happened or no? Do they show the next day? I know he's still trying to get I... frisky, and Alexis <laughs> is like, Go to bed. Uh, you kissed my brother and then he like tries to grab her and he's like kiss your brother now kiss your brother <laughs> and she is like go to sleep no this is not happening oh men that's all I can say men what else happens this season I'm sure there's a lot more that happens in this yeah, season there go is Johnny thinks that Ted's mom is attracted to him no. yeah which they did make it seem like she was. And then you yeah. find out she's got a man and he's 10 years younger. Moira gets that dress that they can't afford. I know. And it was a really beautiful dress. I yeah. finally, like, she has, like, like, something that's really, 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 really nice. Yeah, she really looks nice. gorgeous. I was just like, wow. Absolutely stunning. That's what it was, stunning. Yes. Oh, meet the parents. When Patrick's parents come into town, I cried. I cried. 
I, I cry. I'm like, his parents are freaking fantastic. And they were just yeah. upset that he didn't go to them to tell them. And, and I like, like yeah. that they were like, they weren't like, how dare he not tell us? They were like, what did we do yeah. that would make him not feel comfortable to tell us? And that was just perfect, Heather. Like, that was just yeah. perfect. It was just, yeah. it was just perfect. It was just so well written, you know? So, and it it's, it's a great episode for kids who mm-hmm. want to come on and they're not sure because you know what, you don't really know what your parents are thinking. So why not give it a shot and just say something? It's, it's hard. I, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But it was just so heartwarming and they were just sitting there at the booth and just like, just waiting and waiting and waiting. It was like actually excruciating for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also like that. I think it was the father kept saying, let him talk. Yes. Let him speak. She wanted to jump in. Yeah. She really wanted to jump in so badly. And even though, like, I think deep down, Patrick probably figured his parents were going to be cool. Like, did you catch where he, like, pulled David aside and he's like, what if they don't react the way I think they're going to react? And that's, like, such a fear no matter how well you think you know someone. People surprise you all the time. So it's... Yeah. And who knows? Maybe he has friends yeah. who thought the same thing. And yeah, okay, there was a backlash and he's worried about that. Yeah, you never know. Well, and just like I know I'm one of these people, like you always think of what the worst case scenario is gonna be. You think negatively about it yeah. instead of positively about it. I yeah. I'm very pessimistic about things mm-hmm. myself. So I get it. Oh, Patrick, but it was just, it was just so sweet. And then dad was like, I really like him. I like him a lot. And then he's like, I don't understand his clothing. <laughs> Which was oh, cute. Yeah, 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 you and everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. Again, like the way they react to each other, David and Patrick is just like, they're so opposite, but they're not as easily offended as you would think, or especially David. Because he was like, oh, you haven't told your parents about me? Like, we've been together for X amount of time. And, like, we've a lot said, of I offended. love you. And, but he understands that Patrick was just engaged. Patrick yeah. has not been with anyone except for him. It's a big step to take. Big he's time. on a big journey he's on a totally different journey than david he has been on is he definitely is he understands it and that was just amazing mm-hmm. i don't know if i would be so nice yeah because it you could very easily not you specifically but people in general if you're not david could be deeply deeply offended and take that very personal <laughs> take it personal and you ask for a break at the very least like kind of like last season how he was offended that Patrick hadn't told him that he had been engaged to Rachel I guess he figured he couldn't overreact to two things (laughs) because that one he milked for gifts yes yes he's like oh Patrick's not gonna fall for that again (laughs) right exactly but he was legit devastated he was when he did find that out so you see their personal growth with David he learned from that experience he did Johnny's reaction to letting the news out to the parents 
all of that, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is like how we, I, I thought again that they were just going to make this like like not a one episode thing maybe leak into mm-hmm. a second episode and as always they just are able to wrap things up in one episode so yeah. perfectly I don't know how they do it but they're so good yeah 100% agree I just love this show so much we can't say that enough I'm watching oh i sorry what were you gonna say is it Ted breaking up with somebody like like I don't think Ted breaks Alexis, up with anyway. Alexis is like talking about a text message that he sent. And I guess he's very oh, nice with the breakups. I think that they were talking about who he was. I think that's the Shannon episode, isn't it? Because it turns out that he had a random hookup with the yes. other vet. Yes. And yes. he yes. thought that he like blew her off, but she thought she blew him off. Wait a second. He had a hookup with another vet. Yeah, Shannon, the woman that was helping but him. But she couldn't go on a date with Miguel because they're supposedly rivals. I feel like that's not cool. No, it's not cool. But, well, like, Miguel and Ted were rivals where this other vet was just, like, somebody he went to vet school with or whatever. Yeah. So he sees it occasionally. Uh, it's I, not right. I don't think it's right. A but vet that's why is a he's, vet. he's showing... Um, He's showing her different text messages to show that he was a ladies' man or whatever. He's being stupid when they broke up. And she's like, whatever, these are so cute. So wishful thinking. Because I think that the text is, it's somebody that at one of the restaurants and he like texts that like as much fun as he had, he doesn't see their relationship going anywhere. So he doesn't think they should go out again. And she's like, okay, cool. And then Alexis like looks lower down and is like, did you walk her dog? And he's like, she was taking the breakup really hard. <laughs> such a He's punk. such a mess. <laughs> if we want to go to episode 12, I want to talk a little bit about how Twyla is the queen. Yes. Because Alexis was being, she was falling back into her, her like selfish ways in that one, because that's where he asked her to go to the Galapagos islands. And she's like, um, no, that's okay. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. then they talk about like what they're going to do because they don't want to do long distance and stuff like that. And so he's going to give up on his dream because he had applied and waited two years for this research mm-hmm. position. And it's only while they six were on months. a break. Yeah, while they are on a break. And well, so she he's gonna break, but... like give up everything for her. And so she's sitting talking to Twyla and about how like Twyla's like, oh yeah, it's about give and take and stuff like that. She makes Alexis realize that her relationship with Ted is him giving everything to her and her just taking 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 twyla even says well did you offer to go with him or something like that yeah or did he ask you to go with him so she realizes that she's she's being a butt she's being she needs to knock it off but if i remember correctly she didn't want to leave her family well that comes out later when they're talking yeah because (sighs) it's I'm just like it's just so hard like she finally yeah is with her family after traveling mm-hmm. and you know getting kidnapped and this and that since the 
tender age of probably nine it shows growth in one thing but not in another I love me some Ted and Alexis I want them together (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you know you're right because she like she learned she learned that she needs to value her family but at the same time, like she went from one extreme to the other. She went from like jet setting and always hanging out with her friends and taking mm-hmm. advantage of the fact that they would always be there for her to being with them all the time and like kind of becoming like codependent with them, like yes, being yes. scared to leave them. Yes. And and then that even changes, but we cannot jump ahead. Yeah, we're not gonna jump ahead. Damn it. <laughs> You got one more week, girl. I'm assuming we're talking about season six. I'm assuming we are. I'm assuming we are. (laughs) A housewarming episode is also when Roland and Jocelyn leave Johnny with the baby. The bebe. The bebe. And then Moira doesn't help but helps, if that makes any sense. She's supposed to leave, but she can't leave him. To do, what was it to see at Ronnie? Veronica she she went from Ronnie to Veronica at the end yeah here. a sh- movie that she was in Lifetime on Lifetime channel I forgot the name of it yeah it was one of the Lifetime channels another funny moment was when they're talking about when they're at the diner and they're talking about how they didn't get asked to watch the baby that everybody else got asked and he goes yeah we were great parents and then David's like our nursery wasn't even then the same wing. wing and Johnny goes it was a construction flaw but at the same time Maura goes I was a light sleeper <laughs> I do not blame her whatsoever but that I want to see funny. a pregnant Moira. like imagine the imagine the pregnancy yeah what else from this season I mean we're left we're left on like some big things because the show happens. Everybody does such a great job. They thought Stevie abandoned the show. I thought Stevie abandoned the yeah. show. I really did. I was so like, random. where is she? And yeah. she just went to get a freaking, what was it? She went to go get those towels. She got yeah. like monogram towels. But like her. no one was calling her. Yeah. She didn't like, I don't remember. Did she oh, not have her phone so, on her? Yeah, she didn't have her phone because Moira told her to disconnect for the day so she could focus. So she left her phone at home and then she had planned to give mm-hmm. them the towels because Patrick had asked for her blessing to propose like weeks ago, but he never told her when he was going to propose. And the fact that Patrick and Corey and I looked at each other. Patrick asked, asked, ugh, whatever, her, yeah, for David's hand in marriage. We were like, what? Yeah, I was like, why well, wouldn't he ask the parents? But then I was like, but that's a cool twist because that just shows how important CV is to David. That's why she's the maid of honor. It just goes to show how close they are. That's all. Yeah. And I mean, his parents are his parents. Like, let's be realistic. It's Johnny and Moira. Johnny means well, but well, that's as far as it gets. <laughs> can you imagine them trying to keep that a secret too? I Never would have happened. What, can you trust Stevie to keep it a secret though? She did keep it a secret. But in like, yeah, before this, would you have thought she'd keep it a secret? 
because she makes no. things so awkward. She but too- like that's awkward. the thing with Stevie. Well, with all of them, they all grow so much, but like their yes. relationship grows so much too. Yes. Like they went from I have thrice asked you for a towel <laughs> to where we are now. Uh, they're they're in business with each other. I love Moira it. Moira sees so much potential in her. She asks her to be a part of cabaret, to be the lead in cabaret. Yes. Yeah, Fantastic. and I think we were talking about this before. Like, it's Stevie seems like a secondary character, but by this point has definitely become a main character. Yes, yes. Any last things you want to talk about? I mean, there's definitely things we haven't talked about. Yes, but... yes, yes. Not enough Bob this season, but I guess that's okay. Oh my God, I can't wait to talk about the next season. Yeah. I can't wait because there's one thing that I was just like, oh my God. Uh, anything further to say i can't recall you can't recall okay well i'm just very excited i'm both excited and dreading that we're like i'm excited that we're getting to the last season but i'm like dreading it being over everybody go tell us your thoughts on season five of Shits Creek. Like and follow us on Instagram. Buy us a coffee. Let us know if there's any shows or movies or anything that you think we should watch. Or uh, if there's anything yeah. missing that we haven't talked about with Shits yeah. Creek, maybe we could have a special podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us things that you think we should focus on. Mm-hmm. Go deeper into. Yes. I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm down with it too. But in the meantime, thanks for listening to Gabbing. Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, we're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, we're Gabbing. We're Gabbing. Uh, uh, we're Gabbing.